But hey, dolls. What's it get back? Episode, what is this? This is a ghetto. Episode 93. <laughs> Close what were you doing in 1993, doll? Ooh, where were you in 92? Remember that? No, but oh, where? Wow. <laughs> it was an MIA song. We used to walk through the fashion show. Gay. Uh, you know, I was not in um that in the fashion show network. I think I've probably only been to one show. And that one might be a stretch. I was about to say, I wasn't in it. Must have been before my time. Oh, yeah. No, you know what it was? I never went to a Project X show. I went to a Project X audition. Those used to be a show in themselves. Casey told me to come. I didn't realize that it was like a come and be mean thing. So I felt awkward because I was like. Yeah, they used to try to get the friends to intimidate the walkers. Then DC popped up and we didn't give a fuck and all got in the show. <laughs> um, I don't know if you was there that that time, but that was my only time ever seeing a Project X thing. You guys to be down to the one twelve chow in the club. <laughs> Ghetto. I was about to say, wake it up, Steph. I'm drinking coffee. <laughs> and breaking dishes up in here all night. Okay, we can start the show. Um Hey. <laughs> Hey y'all, what's the given? Right. Well, I know what's given. My birthday is gonna when this episode comes out, I will be turning 37 in two days. Clock into me. I look great. (laughs) Clock into me is funny. A hashtag, a a way of life. Like, seriously. Today, yesterday, I had posted, like, oh, this is my birthday week. Ah, ah, And I had posted pictures from my 36th birthday, pictures from my 35th birthday. You were there, Muse. Um, we had a ball. So one of the girls that go to my pole studio, she uh, was like, oh my God, your turn. She, cause you know, black people don't read. She's like, oh my God, you're 35. She said, you're going to be 35. And I was like, no, uh-huh. grandma's to be 37. And she was like, oh my God, I thought you were younger than me all this time. She's 29. So wait, more math. Apparently I'm a mathematician. I love arithmetic. Don't. How are you only two years older than me? If you graduated three years before me. Because I went to first grade when I was five. Smart. <laughs> Meanwhile, okay. that was the last time I was smart, y'all. I wore PK <laughs> out in kindergarten out. <laughs> so like at the real school, I was like, oh, I don't know, baby. <laughs> like, no, I didn't start doing bad in school till like seventh grade. And I was like, oh, this is hard. I can't. Seventh? So I was... Top of the crop all throughout school until college. Freshman year of college, it was giving, ooh, this is a new world. <laughs> Literally a different world <laughs> where you come from. Listen. Because no, I was giving uh, like. Middle school got me together. And it was bad because I went to like a ghetto middle school. Like for seventh or eighth grade, my mom took me out of private school. Like you need to go to school with regular kids. So she sent me to middle school in Kensington. And Absolutely. y'all know Kensington is. That's the opioid crisis epicenter in Philadelphia. So, like, I would have to take the bus to my mom's job after school, and it would be prostitutes with needles in their arm at the bus stop. And I would have to just stand there because that's where the bus was. 
dangerous. And just getting seized left and right because I could not keep up. Getting seized left and right. So growing up in a big city, inner city, hood place, you got to grow up fast because you shouldn't have been experiencing that. Yeah, I was even at that age. Because I came from a private school. Like, and the private school I went to was all black school. So it wasn't like it was, you know, like mm-hmm. white border school kind of vibe. But I wasn't seeing no, no, like white prostitutes with needles in their arm and shooting up and mm-hmm. getting naked. It wasn't giving like. Because they high, being crazy. Like, it was a mess. I was like, oh, girl. <laughs> I don't know what lesson you're trying to teach me. <laughs> But I be having to walk through the trials, the tr- you talk the trenches, Kensington, the trenches. The only reason that I even know what Kensington is is because of the opioid crisis. Because <laughs> they use like the opioid hotline used to be a client of mine, and See? then that show Dope Sick on Hulu told me everything I need to know about the crisis, and the people were down and out. It's worse now than when I was down, like going to school down there, but it was still bad. White people do not care, and they nope. will be laid out in the middle of the street, foaming at the mouth, <laughs> and then everybody just stepping over them. And it's like, what? This is not funny, but my friend DJ is a drunk aunt, love him to death, and he be watching intervention and shows like that for fun. Like it be cracking. Oh, those be my shows, but they make me sad sometimes. The backstory be kind of killing the fun. Times. <laughs> Is this episode that he made me watch, and the mom was literally just in the front yard, strewn about, like prostrate in the middle of the grass before the porch even got to her. And the family came out and was just like, Mom, get up! <laughs> Them shows are wild. Wild. Mm-mm. I don't know how we started talking about this, but similar story. I started catching the train and the bus by myself when I was like 11 because I had to grow up fast. And then when I was in kindergarten, garden or like first grade i think it was first grade my mom came to pick me up from school early and the teacher was out of the room and the kids was doing backflips i was the only person who knew how to spell and write my first name and she was like oh you're coming out of here she put me in catholic school and then until catholic school got too expensive i was like a catholic school kid then i went to charter then i went to art school it was just a lot but mm-hmm. welcome to dc and philly apparently right ghetto but you know we prevail i'm still here i I'm, um, I'm um. still here. <laughs> Ban Tisha Campbell from performing, please. Um, but yeah, I mean, 37, I feel like it's going to be cute for me again because I look young. 37 <laughs> hit different when you don't look it, you know? Yeah. 30 plus can't look like anything unless you want it to, right? Like, Ooh. I feel like black don't crack unless you let it. I don't know about that because kids will work you. Like that meme that said 20, what did that meme say? 25 with two kids is it's older, older than, than 37 with no kids. Exactly. No, it's very so, Yeah, kids will get the people together, but kids are also a choice. I don't care. <laughs> are. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Steph's birthday, but it's also everybody else's birthday. Like February really stormed us from a <laughs> Felice Cupliano's standpoint right <laughs> it was one day where it was everybody famous birthday i think 211 was kelly Rowland, brandy, brandy nippy no that, no that's the day nippy died oh happy death day i guess mm-hmm. i don't um, know how that works d'angelo d'angelo carisha carisha 211 that's supposed to be our next episode but 
we got more important things to talk about. But we can talk about the fact that 211 is... 211. And also, we got to talk about 211 being special in terms of when albums came out, because Hotels came out 211. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary J. Blige, Good Morning Gorgeous came out 211. Brandy's 211 came out 211. Like, mm-hmm. February 11th is the date. We're going to have to circle back on the <laughs> importance of her from a musical standpoint because I didn't realize so much happened on 211 until this recent 211. Um, and then Erica Badu's first album came out 211. And her Seven birthday coming out. Her last album came out 211. Like, it's a date. Like, February, the end of February, beginning of March is just everybody's birthday. And it's so many people on the docket. Erica Badu shares a birthday with Steph. Sick Tinashe birthday, she's an Aquarius, duh. Smokey Robinson birthday, Rihanna birthday just passed. Happy birthday, doll baby. Megan D. From a Black History standpoint, you got Nina Simone, W.E.B. Du Bois, Langston Hughes, Rosa Parks. Like the dolls dolled in Feb. February is a month. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shout out um, some previous um, co-hosts that have been on the cast. Birthdays coming up. Kyrell, Kenneth Kyrell. Love the doll. Birthday also. Um, girl Jordan, not boy Jordan. Boy Jordan is a cancer. Um, no shade, oh. but Pisces gang right now. Um, who else? Malik birthday. Like, February uh-huh. is everything. I'm actually going to see Malik this weekend because of his birthday. I think he's doing something Friday. Hey, Malik. So when the episode come out, I'll be drunk down the cotton and breathe with Malik. <laughs> when the episode come out, what I'm doing? The episode come out on Friday. Oh, me and Liz going to a black, uh, a black beer thing. And like a bar crawl or like a beer bash? No, it's like the um black uh like black brewers and like this is black beer podcast. They having this big party at the brewery around the corner from my house, and it's gonna be all black beer drinkers. And you know, me and Liz love our craft beer, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna be down there having a ball. If um I don't know if SZA is gonna be out of town, but I'm sure he would probably want to go too. So it'll be a family affair, you know. Every time you say damn scissor, I'll be thinking about the actual scissor, but then I have to readjust because I know we give nicknames to everybody. Um, <laughs> well, look, plug the podcast. Make us famous. Love that for us. Listen, um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to Miami. Um, I am looking forward to doing Miami in my 30s. I haven't been to Miami since I was in my 20s, and it wasn't even like no party stuff. Michelle just used to live down there, mm-hmm. so I would just go down there because she was there. And the flight is $3. Yeah. Um, and we just used to be um, in the house chilling um, and doing regular people stuff. So it'll be cute to go, you know, do Miami as an almost 40-year-old with my high school bestie. Shout out to Khadija and Rihanna. Love them. Um. So yeah, happy birthday to me. And everybody else and their mom. Wow. But more importantly, me. <laughs> Miami as an adult is sickening. So and shout out to Courtney. Courtney, I was also born on my birthday too. Me, our birthday twins. And shout out to Steve, my other birthday twin. I have a lot of birthday twins. Miss Karen. <laughs> this is kind of on the list. There's a lot of people in my life. Sakina, Khalid, what's up? Ooh. Huh. Okay. And next on the docket. <laughs> I guess we could get into actual news with the news now. Bye, birthdays. care about this but it keep coming up chloe is also a pisces is she 
So the 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 what is it? Like the symbolism behind her album is in Pisces, in pieces. I think it was a play on the Zodiac. She might actually be a cancer. Let me look, because what her birthday is. In pieces makes me think of in Pisces though, because the dyslexic girl. No, she is a cancer. Oh good. Don't put her on me. (laughs) Well, the segue didn't work, but her album still finally got a release date. The she is not in Pisces. She is in pieces. <laughs> she holding up like some scales and a heart. Like it just gave Zodiac related in the promo, but whatever. The songs don't matter. She, um, what's she doing? Getting on my nerves. She got a song coming out with Chris Brown. She said her, her album's coming. Coming soon. March 2023. <laughs> she made sure we got a March date because the 31st is when she's releasing. <laughs> Girl, what? <laughs> Making her release date March 31st is the funniest thing that has ever happened to me because she has no faith in her. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie keeps saying that. Her and Andre have been falling out about this 31st date all week. And I'm just like, what is she doing? I just wanna I just wanna talk to Parkwood and see what's going on. I just wanna shake him a little bit. Like, you are y'all okay? Too. Well, the Pray It Away song ain't really doing nothing. I don't I don't hear nobody talking about it. She sounds good on the recording. I didn't really care too much for the live version so far. The one time she performed, I didn't really. The vocal wasn't there, and she usually is a vocal children, so I don't, mm, I don't know. But she did release a trailer for a video she has coming out with Chris Brown that has some promise. It sounds like it'll be one of my favorites out of her releases so far. It samples Throwback by Usher, which is a hit. Shout out to Rico Love for pinning that. I just, I'm tired of people using Chris Brown to reinvigorate their career. And he's such a music slut, he don't care. He don't. Got 800 songs in the chamber just waiting to release daily. So (laughs) he probably just sent the people a verse that was already recorded. You never know. It's no shade. It's probably a song he been did and he's supposed to put like, Seven or Mila J on it and was like, all right, I got something for you, Chloe. <laughs> oh, here. Just, here, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you need me to do something here. Already done. Bye. <laughs> That's funny, because his power. Wow. She's dr- She says it's going to be in March, and then she waits until the very last day of March to drop the album. She's dropping a song with, um, with Chris Brown literally like two weeks after dropping the, the supposed to be new single for the album it's just mm-hmm. like it it's the panic mode is showing yeah which is sad because he's a surefire hit so like i guess it works the strategy is there but it is a little desperate when you've had 50 lem singles up till this point and you're just now going for reinforcements with maurice and it's like nothing is sticking. Yeah. The people don't care. And it's weird because I know people that really like Chloe, but oh. I don't hear the thump and the bump behind her music at all. I don't think that people care about this parade away. And she sounds great. The song is not bad, but it's just more of the same in terms of, well, what is this actually doing? Came and went, child. Yeah. Whatever. We'll and see. And I feel bad because Hallie's season is li- it's March. Hallie season is two months away. Yeah. Oh, can we actually talk about Hallie for five seconds? She's not on the docket because I don't care about baby mama drama and ex-boyfriend this and ex-boyfriend that. 
But what is going on with the DDG? Do you understand for real? Like, I don't either. I just know she used to talk to or is still talking to that boy with them with the acronym name that apparently don't really got no teeth, but they look nice now. Then he used to deal with Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose was in the text messages because they had him and him and Chloe had an alter, I mean not Chloe, him and Holly had an altercation or something, and then she was mad about somebody wearing her hoodie. It's just like I do not care. <laughs> <laughs> I do not care. And it's sullying the name of Hallie because she's supposed to be the classy twin, even though they're not twins, they whatever. Like, you get what I mean? Mm. Yeah, it's not a good look um all around. I just feel like the Bailey girls are down and out. So it's the perfect <laughs> time for Van Jess to get it together and come oh, back swinging. Child. Come back yeah. swinging like Hollywood because the Bailey girls are out of it. They're out. <laughs> you see that they're choir? You see that they're competition? It's out. You don't want to come down here? You don't want to come down here? That's fine. You're out. You're out of it. Out Shout of out it. Wow. Love her. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just want better for everybody involved. Including myself. <laughs> Not including myself. Yeah, it's just like, you be wanting to like be a fan and support but when artists you like are just being crazy it's like we chloe is already like whatever but then we said well we always got hallie there's always hallie and now she's being foolish but i already knew it was messed with her when she the picture of her and um krishan and fucking blue face what are you doing with them and like i don't even understand this boyfriend like who, Where did he come from? Who is he? What do he do? He's not that cute. So, you know, that's let's start there. Your hairline's uneven. You look dusty. You're not that <laughs> cute. <laughs> I just, I never say this, but I feel like I have aged out. My friends know not to come to me with relationship drama because I'm going to just automatically stop liking the nigga. Holly, don't Man, come we, to me with relationship drama. Me and you always going to say break up. Listen, leave him. The girls know not to come to me with anything like that until they have resolved it within themselves and know exactly what they want to do because my first option is going to be leave. Why don't you just leave? Sounded like the old lady game. Leaving is she. Listen, divorce looks great on black women. Do. And no shade look good on Giselle Bunchin too because she was doing that little Brazilian <laughs> dance they be doing all fast and she looked decent. Huh. Well, you know Brazil is black. They just don't claim it. No, she is a white lady. <laughs> She a cousin. You is white. <laughs> she is a white lady. <laughs> I am a headliner. <laughs> Listen, you got to be who the news feed. Ooh, I love what JC said. That that's funny. It is funny. Shout out to the city girls. They not breaking up amidst whatever rumors that fucking Angie Martinez interview sparked. She didn't say that. Y'all are she didn't say that. But you she know, girls love mess. Yeah, in distress. Randomly, and I don't even know if we care about this, 50 Cent says that Future's music is way bigger than Jay-Z's in the streets. I don't disagree. I do not disagree. I don't disagree. The way that Future concert went up in the name, and I think that we also have to put respect on the the age of today, right? Like, Jay-Z is an elder in the industry and in the general public. It is Future's time. Like, no matter what you want to say bad about him, it makes sense that 50 would say that. It, it definitely makes sense that 50 
of all people would say this because he's a troll. But there's but he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not. I just wanted to throw that out there. No shade to the wig, Jay Z, but Jay Z. When was Jay Z's like last like big hit? Like for real, like hit was shining, shining, <laughs> and that had future in it. You know DJ Khaled unearthed Jay-Z for everything. No, I'm so. talking about like a Jay-Z song. Like when's the last like Jay-Z song that like hit was probably like a Otis or like yeah. Niggas in Paris. Now I watched the throne. Wow. Um, I wait. Think about it. Yeah, because Blueprint 3 came out before that, right? Mm-hmm. Run this town. <laughs> like out of all of that is Watch the Throne. Now I run this town. Good night. That's what we got. Feel it coming in the air. Actually, uh, the only favorite race was Robin. And I did like gay verse, I guess. Anyway, but for <laughs> real, like Watch the Throne was the last time I feel like people across the board was like, Hove got it. Rap yeah. For this generation, they were not alive really during his mm-hmm. They weren't in music during Jay-Z's run. So for this generation, it's always going to be future because they grew up on March Madness. Fair. You know what I'm saying? Fair. Like the same Which, we grew up mm. on Money Cash Holes, that's their March Madness. Ooh, Money Cash Holes are here, actually. M-E-M-P-H-I-S bleep. No need to dress more. I'm a penny to heat. Y'all can't do nothing with this here. But one, I packed three nines like the year. He ate that. Did. I mean... The youth is saying jigga what jigga who and I um <laughs> I just want that to be known across the board. Like it's not fifty not wrong. It's okay. Even though they arguing down to the BMF in real life, he be right. He be right <laughs> in other news. <laughs> <laughs> we can't say on track for shit. Oh. Congrats to Debrat. The pregnancy looks great on her. Fabulous. Inappropriate lesbian jokes here. Um I love that. I love that she was on Tamara Hall talking about I made it through my first semester. Tell me to <laughs> college is over. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, this, I'm happy for Brad. She's unproblematic. As far as I know, always liked her. A breath of fresh air. A lesbian. Love it. <laughs> I was uh, saying on Twitter the other day on my locked Twitter page that like, Grant is really blessed because she, in her life, she has been able to be born Lisa Ray's sister. <laughs> she <laughs> was the first female rapper to get a platinum album. Yeah, fair. Funkadelic. She got to roll around in the streets with Allen Iverson for years. Yeah, Philly's finest. And found the love of her life. And now gets to be, be a mom. I'm just like, you can't beat that. That is a life well lived. I am happy for Shantae. <laughs> <laughs> I love when we call our people real day. <laughs> I love everybody real name. Um, then I'm gonna start this new thing on Mute to the News where I just do some quick hits because we don't really be caring about this stuff. Come on, quick hit. <laughs> so, 
Drake not getting deposed in the XXX Tenacion murder trial because the judge denied the motion. You know, it's been rumors that Drake killed that man. I don't believe that. The world is crazy. Everybody stop. Cardi and Offset got this McDonald's meal out. I'm hungry, but I'm not eating it. Usher. Ooh. Usher got a new song coming out called Glue, and Stephanie's favorite doll, Lori Harvey, is going to be the main video girl. Everything. <laughs> I should have seen her face. She's it sound good. Dude, can't wait for it to come out. And he's um he's restarting his Vegas residency. We need to go. I want to go, but I don't want to really stay in Vegas. Go. Like, what can we do? I just want to do be in Vegas for that show and pooch. We're going to LA after that. I can't stay in Vegas for more than two days. Ah. We're going to LA. <laughs> We're going to LA. New LA. Have fun in law, girls. If we all go to LA, we could be in um, Dre's TikToks. Now we <laughs> <laughs> hey, young. I did not expect you to say that. What's oh going to um, be our special guest episode with Dre? Come on, get dressed with Dre. Dressed to go see Joyce Rice. That's all Dre do. <laughs> Dre seen Joyce Rice more than anybody in the world. How have I still not seen that lady live? He be down to the Joyce Rice concert like it's happy hour. I don't get it. First of all, dude, Joyce got her own club like because <laughs> she always got a concert in LA. Dre be fine did the shows. He's seen that lady more than anybody else. He's seen that lady more than she's seen herself in the mirror. Like, what is it? Give us your secrets, Dre. I don't get it. You should have went to go see Lucky Day and you could have seen Joyce because she went off. Lucky Day concert tickets sold out immediately, like faster than Raven Lanay's did. I couldn't go. Um, yeah, over it. Still a sore subject for me. It's fine. And who knows how long he even going to get to perform at Roots. Oh, sorry. That's a, that's an advance. Next. Yeah. We're <laughs> we, we about to get there. We about to get there. Steph jumping. Last thing on the docket. For real, for real, for real, for real, for real. Rihanna and this British Vogue spread. Mama and that Tina Turner here look bomb. Yeah. A lovely family. Wow. Hate the pictures themselves, but they look good. <laughs> I get it. What Corey say about Eddie in it, fool? Sorry, I don't even know what he said, but it was funny. We'll it was it. funny, whatever it was. I meant to save it so we could say it, but I forgot. Corey, call in and tell us what you see. <laughs> Corey, call in. That would be everything if he just randomly called and stormed the size. <laughs> Storm the size need to be a new segment. We'll rehash out offline. Right. <laughs> um, but no, she looked good. And the fact that she was pregnant in them pictures and didn't know. Didn't know. Congrats on all of the babies. Wow. We don't even know the first one name. Listen, that is sickening to me. Agreed. The article was like, yeah, they keep calling the kid baby, so. <laughs> you So, I didn't know that because not a lady and don't have kids. If you don't have a name for your child at birth, they just put baby on the birth certificate. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. They say baby in the last name. Mm-hmm. Like, my best friend Daniela, baby name was Baby Gray for a very long time. Oh, because they didn't pick a name yet? They Are they African? <laughs> no, they got the name now, but oh, well, I'm asking because Afri- um some African cultures they wait a little oh. bit, like, the, like catch the vibe. Yeah, what you giving from a name perspective? Yeah, because it's like, what if you want to name your baby Bruce, but then the baby come out and it's like, mm, I don't know. It's kind of giving Rashard a little bit, like I don't know. Mm. <laughs> it's kind of giving Fahim actually. <laughs> I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Tomography. So we about to talk about Rihanna at length. Do you want to save the Super Bowl stuff? 
Yeah, let's 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 like make that an anchor because I do want to talk some concert stuff. As yeah, well. we have a lot, and we keep listing them off, but they keep new ones keep arising. <laughs> like me personally, I just want to go out on a limb and say thank God. Out on a limb, see Tina. Oh my God. <laughs> I just want to thank the big G, the Lord above, for bestowing me with these fucking Beyonce tickets, finally. <laughs> it was not necessarily a battle, but it was giving touch and go, like Tanache for a little Ooh, bit. Ooh, a hit. Yeah, sing black. That's six lakh if y'all didn't know. I know people still struggle with the spelling. I, this ticket situation has really unearthed the dolls. Like... I didn't have a big deal, a big issue. I only signed up for one city. I got waitlisted. I was like, okay, God gonna come through. I don't care. And then it just, the floodgates opened up and I was able to just literally go in and get a ticket for my city. But people are still being waitlisted and very, 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 very upset about it. I don't, I don't get it. I know that Ticketmaster is trying to do this thing to like decrease bot use and make sure that people who are actual fans are getting tickets and like not having so much resale bonanza, but it was chaotic. I'm still very confused about how this is all working. I don't understand why only like I, whatever. I don't understand. So um, I'm just going to just praise God and watch it on Twitter. Um, but <laughs> a Philly mutual put on her Twitter and then me and her offline that she got four box seats. Four Ooh. box seats for under $900 total for Beyonce. Where'd she get them from? The Ticketmaster City thing. Hmm. So I asked the chat how I can get Beyonce tickets for $100, and the whole East Coast laughed at me. Yeah, that was weird that you thought that. <laughs> but now I'm seeing the light because my little cousin saw got tickets for $145. And this girl got box seats for if this let's she said it was under nine hundred dollars, but let's say it is nine hundred dollars. That's for four. That's just over two hundred dollars for box. That don't make sense to me. Like, are you sure it wasn't nine hundred dollars per ticket? No, I said that. I said was it per ticket or total? And she said total. Come on, total. Help me sing. Ah, she said she is gonna um keep an eye out and um. Alert me on anything that's 150 or below. So I was like, because I was like, I don't even care where I sit at. Because she said she sees something for $75 still. Like, I'm not one of them people that need to be up close, especially because she's not my doll like that. I just want to be in the room. I want to be in the room and I want to turn it. I want to come in the room. <laughs> I want to turn it. That is always funny to me. So I might actually be seeing Beyonce now because y'all was trying to, um, Say you can't be poor and see Beyonce. It was giving classism all the way. But I found a way made one via one of my Twitter mutuals, and she's gonna hook it up because I could not be paying these prices that everybody's paying. And it's confusing because everybody is paying crazy, and then I hear somebody be like, Oh, my ticket in Louisville was eighty dollars. It does depend on the arena. And I don't understand that either. I think that there needs to be some congruency around ticket prices no matter where you are because i just don't see the parallels like fedex field to me is not all that of an arena for the tickets to be as high as they were even though i paid less than i was expecting to pay but a hundred dollar ticket 
seems like you are literally at the top of the stadium. And if that's not the case, then I don't understand. I Also, the overseas dolls wore me out because I know people standing at the stage in the little general admission standing room only space for less than I bought my ticket for. And I have great seats, but mm, how y'all do that? I don't get it. So I get, it, it depends on a lot of different factors and we don't know what the factors are. And that's annoying. Yeah. I need some rules and regulations and some paperwork, but I'll be in there. So I won't care by the time I see it. Right. Listen, and I have an extra ticket. I'm not broadcasting that, but I'll figure it out. Like it's, it's either getting resold offline so I can charge more or I don't know. I'll oh, figure it offline. out. Come back to me around September. It's like, no, nah, the show in August. <laughs> right. Get your coins up. Yeah, somebody going to get the ticket, though. We'll see. But that's just one concert, and we just spent an arm and a leg on that. Also, I'm going to see Anaya like, tonight. <laughs> Can't wait to be ghetto in, in the name of the Lord. Scissors is Monday for me. I keep bringing that up. Can't wait. She had her first show yesterday in Columbus, and I heard some underground reporting. I won't give away too many spoilers, but it's good. Oh. Randomly, this wasn't on the list last time we recorded, but I'm going to see Coco Jones now. Everything. Can't wait to I see you in person. Where Naya um, Lamise going to be at? Songbird. Oh, okay. Cute. Yeah. Right down in Union Market. That's going to be fun. Shout out to Lavelle going with him. Wouldn't have known about it if it wasn't for him either. Because, you know, love, if you're not on certain lists for artists, you don't get it. And I don't, I love Anaya Lamise from an Instagram perspective, but I don't listen to her enough streaming-wise to actually get information about her. You know how they aggregate the people you listen to and be like, oh, this your bitch, she coming. <laughs> they didn't do that for her for me. <laughs> this your bitch, she coming. It's funny. Ooh. All right, go ahead. Keep going. I got tickets to see Durant here and in Philly. I'm still debating on where to go. <laughs> That's like a whole conundrum because didn't remember that I got tickets and then got them again. Come to Philly because then we can hang out and then we can have birthday cake. <laughs> a month later. <laughs> it's only a weekend. We'll see. You know how I be trying to stay home. Yeah, annoying. <laughs> then Ari Lennox, that was already on the docket. Can't wait to see the doll. Then Things that have been added for both of us. Steve Lacey, Tori Moi, James Blake, Fouché. Can't wait. And I'm I'm um I'm finessing my way because you know some some things trying to stand in the way, but they will not. A weapon is trying to prosper, but it's not going to. You see them weapons, they be forming. <laughs> and it can form all it wants to, but it's not gonna prosper. Okay. Huh. Then lastly, something that we are all excited about, and by all, I mean every group chat that me and Stephanie are in together. Roost Picnic. The lineup is lining up. Let me pull the lineup again because I still cannot believe, like, every year I say this is the best lineup, it's the best lineup, but this actually might be the best lineup ever. It do get better every year, though. Well, it was like one year that was, I was like, y'all are on drugs. <laughs> you know that, that, that video of Carisha? Y'all bitches is on drugs. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Okay, let's let's go line by line. Honestly, should we start with the with the smaller dolls first and then work our way up? <laughs> smaller dolls. Is the smaller me. tech dolls. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, um, little brother. They're not personally my dolls, but I know that they they have a big contingency, and that contingency has been going up. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I, I mean, they're not my dogs, but I understand the impact, if that makes sense. I just, yeah, for I sure. I had time to get into them like that. Their, their presence is well known in the industry and abroad. Exactly. Um, word essence and backyard. I'm going to lose it. <laughs> like, I might have to go see them alone. Y'all think I lose it for go go at home? Let me be anywhere else. I'm going to act a fool. Yeah, it's going to be real bad. Everybody move out the way. I actually. He's in the backyard. He all needs, and they all need space. Like, I need. <laughs> I got to see it. I need to see if it's a reunion show for real, for real, for real, because my father used to be in Rare Essence, and if he's there, I'm going to be on stage. It's no shade. <laughs> Who else we got? Um, then it's a state property reunion, which I'm personally really excited about. Um, I don't know if I've ever shared this on the cast, but when I first got to Clark, I was very homesick for Philadelphia, and I would listen to the state property two album every single day. Every <laughs> okay. day. To keep me from being like homesick too bad. And so I'm so excited about them getting together. Also, too, because Oskino has like not been on speaking terms with them for years. So they have Beanie Siegel, Freeway, both of Young Guns, Chris and Neese, Petey Craig, Oskino, and Sparks all performing. Well, allegedly, because they might fall out the day before. But at this current time, they're all going to be together. I am going to cry like yeah. i will cry please understand me the um, way that i'm gonna be at the go-go set that's how stephanie gonna be at state property and we might need to just not be around each other at those moments yeah i'm not gonna have no voice it's gonna be bad oh can you imagine all the muslims that's gonna be there this year oh my god if i see too many key faiz bye uh it's just gonna be uh it's gonna be, be seems everywhere can't wait <laughs> <laughs> okay, then it's Adam Blackstone, which is five. Y'all don't know like, Adam Blackstone is everybody's musical director for everything. The minister everything. of music down to the Super Bowl. Wow, wow. Yeah, like, he is the minister of music. I think he did the Oscars this year. He did everything he did do the Oscars. Wait, no, the Oscars didn't happen yet. He did the. He did. Was it the Grammys? He did something of importance. He always he do award shows now, but he used to just do all the girls previous, but. Um, <laughs> His special guest for his set is Mary Mary and Coco Jones. I am so excited about that. I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking. We're going to do the City Girls dance on that part. Wait, I'm screaming because, um, well, I'll, I'll say that when we get to that part. Okay, so then they have the live mixtape, which if y'all know the live mixtape is basically when um, it's a, it's like a, kind of like the BET Cypher where they just cycle in a whole bunch of artists into one set, and it's like J. Period is going to be doing a mixtape. If you don't know who J. Period is, he's a DJ, producer, icon, legend, famous doll. Um, so <laughs> the um, live mixtape is going to be Black Thought, Fine Self, Eve, Rounds. <laughs> this Took a Turn, Division. I'm going to be at the stage. I don't care. <laughs> I don't need that stage too, because want to see Eve. Like, what? Oh, yeah, um, sure. And then Kendrick, the family sold everything. They there every year, ain't they? No, they just be there partying. <laughs> but they actually performed this year. They some performed last year and sang the grass off the ground. Um, then we got Lucky Day and Sid. This gonna be finally my chance to see Lucky live. Did you see? Oh, you went to the Sid show. I went to the Sid show, and I seen I seen Sid more than once at this point. But Luckers. 
Still and haven't seen them. Dress. Oh, I know you're gonna try to steal. Can't them. wait to source the Luke. <laughs> no shade. Come on the cast, Lucky. Come to the house, Luck. Luck, please. We could probably do that. All right, we need to get on this because the doll needs to be at the pre-party. Okay. <laughs> then they got the rap girls. So Glorilla, can't City wait. Girls and Santana. Huh? I I have to see Santana live. <laughs> Pop, pop, pop. He's not gonna do none of his little street records, and you know I love street record ten. Yeah, he probably. I mean, maybe he'll surprise us because I've never seen him live. Well, when he opened up a lotto, we, I mean, we only seen like three, two or three songs, but they was all the little twerk songs, and I like oh, all the yeah. twerk songs too. But you know, he raps a lot better than people even know, and he can already rap in them songs. But he have even better music than what is popular by him. So it'll be nice to see him. Do a full set for the do, first exactly. Time. Do a full shablam. Um, and Brandon had me crank up because he was like, "We finally gonna get the City Girls Mary Mary mashup. We've been praying for." <laughs> I would love to see it. I already told y'all we doing the dance for them, whether they do it together or not. <laughs> and City Girls do love the Lord, so. <laughs> do- um, have I ever seen City Girls live? I don't think that I've seen them live. Well, I just hope okay. that. I just hope they do what they're supposed to do because anybody that has seen them live, the energy is not there. Oh, I didn't expect you to have a. Um, oh, I have that no. Report. Oh, yeah, I, have I no. didn't really expect that. Mm, well, um, and Ari Lennox. So, and if and if Ari and Lucky are there on the same day, if they perform anything that they got together, I might disappear. I might apparate like I'm at Hogwarts. <laughs> it's not okay. I need access denied and boy bye. Listen, preferably and I boy bye in LA too. I remember access denied is probably my favorite song of theirs together. I want that first. See, come, Courtney Salter, come over to the party, like <laughs> right? Because y'all know we always do a big roots pre-party. It's happening again. Come down to Philly. You're invited. <laughs> um, and then the big headliners are Lauren Hill. Which will be the 25th anniversary of Miss Education. I don't care what y'all say. That album is a classic. And it then is. Puffy back by the roots. And that's going to be everything because everybody is going to come out. So I'm really excited to see Diddy live because if he even touches the garment of Last Train to Paris, I'm zooming to the stage. I don't care whether Dawn is there on good terms or not. I don't care if Kalina bring her kids and her husband and the cast of Love and Hip Hop. I'm there. <laughs> oh my God, that album changed my life. Um, I don't know if he's going to do that, but... <laughs> um, he got too much music, honestly. He's going to bring out the girls. Like, everybody's going to come out. And then just imagine all them songs with the roots. Oh, I forgot. And Lil Uzi also. Uzi is amazing live. Um... I just want to rock. Bad Boy Tour? Uh Uh-uh. Oh, that Bad Boy Anniversary Tour? Baby. What did he bring Kim out? He got to bring Kim out. Yeah. He got to bring Kim out. I would love to see Total, but I can't, you know, place no bets. And then... Murray. He was just there, Steph. I know, but, you know, anytime to see Mayor is a good time. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would be cute to see them together. Yeah, to see Um, them together. Give me faith. I could, do, I could do a little faith. Busy. 
I could do a little faith, run me down to a little faith. <laughs> I could take a little faith. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, Diddy got music, so it's whatever. D- listen. <laughs> Tired of laughing already. <laughs> yeah, but Roots is going to root this year. Can't wait. Plant me in the ground. And also, they had a podcast stage, which nobody goes to. And um, I don't care about anybody that's going to be there, except for Don't Call Me White Girl is going to be there. And so I might have to slide my way. But okay, we have to plan this out closer too, because it's more people than our original group last year going, because that was the first time we did it with a big family. And you know how the stages was last year, time-wise. So it might have to give separate for content purposes. <laughs> oh, so we can get all the tent possible. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. Gonna and we're gonna have to we gonna need a reel for one day and then a reel for the second day because it's yeah. a lot going on. And last year I was complaining about it being a two day thing, but this year I feel like it might need to be. Because it it's too to many people. Yeah. I like the two day because it'll make a whole weekend. I just feel like okay, who is confirmed? In our group? Yeah, well, Ev, Brandon, Jermaine, Zakia, the the group Rihanna. from last year for sure, oh, and okay. then Jess is coming. Oh, word! Uh huh. Jerome is getting his. Jer- <laughs> I love that you think they look alike. Dude, Jerome is coming. He didn't get his ticket yet, but he going to. Roots don't sell out. It was forty thousand right. people there last year. Right. That's all from DC that I know for sure. But you know, it was a family reunion every time I walk outside last sure. year. You know everybody. So I seen everybody. Duran, come on the cast. Is um Madden coming? Madden is coming. Oh, work. Okay, and we just gotta get Dre to finesse the job. Yeah, because he could definitely get some meetings set up at King of Prussia and then be there for the weekend and call it. Corey made some allegations about coming. Ooh, maybe we could get everybody on the cast. I'm screaming, not the group chat live in and living color. See? But I really feel like that it's our fifth anniversary. It's going to be our hundredth episode will be that weekend of Ruth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It needs to be big, so we got to uh, work on a deck because... Come on, a deck. Electric Red said, this could be big. <laughs> Dolph. <laughs> So yeah, we're excited. If y'all um if y'all are gonna be in Philly, let us know. We can send out the invites to um to come to our backyard boogie. It is my house of so respect, my house in the world. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Martin is ever present. Um and you know the 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 beds are filling up at Chateau Stephanie, so <laughs> I'm sick of laughing at this lady. Everybody, good luck with your bookings. Good luck booking that bed that you speak of, sweetie. Sweetie. <laughs> That's how the California girls at Clark used to say, sweetie. Sweetie. So, <laughs> 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 um, what am I doing on the concert front? So, I have, I think I'm going to go to Tidra on Friday because it's still some tickets. Uh, and I feel like I should go see Tidra. Like, I feel like I deserve Tidra. You do. Okay, deal. DC I'm did good. too, but they canceled that show. I'm still mad at City Winery. We can fight later. Oh. I just don't like it. I was supposed to go see her Sunday to then, then go see SZA sun, Monday. And they ruined it for me. It's fine. Talking about the area is too bad. Girl, it's DC. What you thought? 
Yeah, and I, we was over there, and it wasn't, I mean, whatever. Let me, I don't know nothing about DC for real. So let yeah, let's give him a red line and then Jerry Mandarin. Uh, not in Jerry Mandarin. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I have, so allegedly I got Tedra this Friday. When the episode comes out, I have um, Ari March 18th. Oh, you see her before me, damn. Uh-huh. And then um I feel like I'm seeing somebody else. Oh, I'm allegedly going to Duran. I gotta get <laughs> yeah, a ticket. That's still up in the air for you. <laughs> I keep forgetting to get my ticket. Um, because I originally I wasn't going with y'all because me and Jackie mm-hmm. are supposed to see Kim, Lettucey, and Music, but now we're gonna see Kim, Lettucey, and Music the day after Duran. So that's mm-hmm. the upcoming show. One time back from Miami. That's um, gonna be fun because Kim is great live. Hey girl, <laughs> calling your name <laughs> your art, but you look all. They was playing that shit at the fucking AT and T store when I got my new phone the other day. Black. I was like black. <laughs> you look up, you look calling your name. Yeah, yeah, calling out me, <laughs> calling out me, baby. <laughs> Down Atlantic City. Yeah, we're gonna be down to the hard rock. I'm screaming. I think that's a new level in black when you get old enough to go to Atlantic City. (laughs) (laughs) The big auntie shows we down Atlantic. We will not be at the Mother's Day uh, extravaganza. That was our annual soiree. Will not be. Oh. Speaking of Mother's Day, I'm randomly going to see Anita Baker on Mother's Day. Oh, wait. She's going to be in D.C. that early? Baltimore. She's not going to be in Philly till like, November. It just happened. <laughs> it just happened. So, uh, sing for real. Philly is November 24th, child. Huh, and here go Milana texting me talking about, can you take me to Beyonce for my birthday? The thing is, I have an extra ticket, but are you going to pay half? Like, that's a big birthday gift. It's no trade. I knew this was going to happen. Uh, huh, we'll chat offline. I don't, we need to take a break. My mind is spinning now. <laughs> <laughs> Not falling apart. I was, I was planning on getting her the ticket, but then she was about to get a tail fart instead. Like, I was like, okay, are you going to pay half? Like, I'm just trying to figure out. That's a big birthday gift. We'll see. We'll chat offline. And by we, I mean me. And I all thought you like, that nothing to do with me, child. <laughs> <sighs> I'm about to be like, already got your ticket, but bitch, you got to pay half. <laughs> <laughs> that is Rudy Huxtable. It is. Oh, that's a big gift. Oh, I get it. You know, it is pricey. Uh, <laughs> um, I was talking about my last concert thing. I went to go see BJ the Chicago Kid for his Blue Note uh, Records residency with Frank to the Cast, the Corey. Listen here. <laughs> a singer. Them videos went off. A band. That band crazy. That singer boy man is crazy. His personality is so good. He, his like command of the crowd was so good. He like you know people that grew up in church know how to talk in between songs and be funny and be cracking jokes. And he came out in the crowd and he was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. He started singing. Um, he started covering prototype. 
And then he like stops. He said that if not, and then he wanted everybody to say you are the prototype, but people didn't sing back. You know, or the girl who's trying to be too classy. And he's like, oh, uh-uh, oh, nah, like, uh-uh. I put the mic out because y'all supposed to sing back to me. I know it's black people in here. Y'all know how we supposed to do. I put that mic out. You supposed to sing it back. We about to run that back. Run that back. I love that. Talk and to me. He was singing. Like, he was singing and some. He was always that one girl that know how to sing. That's just singing along and doing runs all loud. Me a little bit, mm. right? So he, was, <laughs> so he was like, he's like, oh, who's trying to have a little duet? So then the crowd was like, hur, 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 hur. so he came out in the crowd. He please like, he said, oh, so you you trying to be on the show? You trying to be on the show? All right. He's like, oh. man, get, hit something real quick. And then she started getting real frisky with him, and he was like, oh, I mean, I ain't want to try to do all that. <laughs> <laughs> He is just a funny guy. He's a great singer. He covered, um, he did this really cool medley of um, a bunch of songs on top of um, the Kiss It Better, that his band was playing Kiss It Better, and then he was doing Ask of You. He did uh, uh, Candy Coated Raindrops. He did some other song all on top of that. He did his old songs, like, um, Turning Me Up, which everybody loved. But then he was doing, like, um, um, When We Fuck It Feel Like Vegas, When Ooh. I'm Breaking Up. Ah, ah, he did that. Houston Atlanta, Houston Atlanta. Um, he did, oh, he did Close. Listen, that's his song, not Ella Mays. Listen. <laughs> That took me into the upper room. And then the girl next to me, me and her both was going off on the chorus. And he's like, okay, baby room. And I was like, yeah, because I never thought I would hear you say, you my baby. <laughs> As we. Close and Heart Crush might be two of my favorite BJ songs. I think he might have actually did Heart Crush. That was my original doll. <laughs> Yeah, I love, 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 love BJ. And he teased that a new album is coming. I am so excited. We need to get him on the cast because we still need to talk about 1123. And I want to talk about his 4AM mixtape that had that bomb song with Lucky Day. Like, it's a lot of things to talk about. So come on the cast, BJ. I'm screaming. Yeah, need to come on the cast. Ready to talk and sing along. That's the thing. I'll morph into the joint from the battle and the duet if you need. Heart Crush is a song, I don't care. BJ got the discography and the vocal. And the personality. Uh, and I like the way he dressed. He dressed cute. Like, he dressed like a regular guy. And not in an annoying Chris Brown too regular for your own good kind of way. <laughs> He's just so regular, it pains me. I don't understand. And people don't give him enough flack for that. They <laughs> give him flack for all of the wrong things. But that's another story. Whatever. <laughs> shout out to concert season which is all year long for us apparently yeah i'm already tired honestly <laughs> yeah don't um it's giving don't invite me nowhere else true because <laughs> he's gonna go he's not gonna say no so <laughs> that's the goopicha of it all Ooh, goopicha all right well i guess when we get back we'll chat Rihanna, Rihanna, I don't even know her. And now playing. And now because music is out. Yeah, real bad. All right, let's take a break. 
count it up to God. Ready, stand me down. What? Lost. <laughs> hmm. Are we back? Yes, we are back. <laughs> so, it's time to slide into now playing. I'm going to stop laughing one day. <sighs> nah. <laughs> I know y'all stop laughing because I did something in my back and my back hurt when I laugh. Not spasm. Down to the pole and I did fall yesterday, so maybe that's excuse me. That's dangerous. Mm. Yeah, I fell on my the top of my back and my head, but not hard. But I did fall. Uh, yesterday. Not doing the cast concussed. <laughs> no shade. <laughs> <laughs> Is everything all right? Y'all all right? Tell us how y'all feel, okay? Y'all <laughs> so, what is the doll listening to? I'm screaming. You know, I um, I have been doing some homework lately, and I've been listening to full Stevie Wonder albums. Like, right you know, we all know a lot. Everybody knows a million Stevie Wonder songs because he has so many singles. But mm-hmm. I have went to me and Evan. Shout out to Evan Anderson Street Philly. We went to see Dancing on Harlem. Shout out to my family. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Annoying. It's Black History Month. All the Mitchell fan of Dancing on Harlem is my cousin, and not a far cousin. Like my grandpa died, he was at the funeral. Close cousin. So anyway. Um, we went to see Dance Theater Harlem and they had a piece to a bunch of Stevie Wonder songs. I didn't know none of the songs. You know, our friends down to the R&B representers, they always be in the deep cuts of Stevie, of, of everybody. So I was like, you know what? Let me, let me start tapping into these songs they've been talking about and listen to the albums in full. And I have been looping the hell out of specifically the song, um, They Won't Go When I Go. A hit, honestly. I had never heard that song in my life. And I have been, like, gotten together in a way that I've never been gotten. Um, it's from the Fulfillingness first finale album. The popular songs that people know that's on there is Boogie on a Reggae Woman and um, You Haven't Done Nothing or, like, the popular songs. Mm-hmm. From here, and so they talked about they won't go on R&B representers and dancing to Harlem and their medley. One of the songs they danced to was "Heaven Is Ten Zillion Light Years Away," and so I've been blasting that this album like on loop like crazy, and I've been listening to Saturn, um, which is also something that Dancing to Harlem had um, danced to, and that um, that is on that talking book. Um, Saturn, yeah. Saturn is on songs in the key of life. Uh, get me together, y'all. <laughs> I have the vinyl, and you know I'm performance arts fish. So <laughs> in school, we had to do a dance to another star, which is like oh, another, another star is my shit. It's a hit, but it's a semi deep cut because it's not a song that he was like popular for or got airplay mm-hmm. on the radio or nothing like that. So I was like, oh well, let me buy this vinyl because every song on here is sack man. And Saturn is one of those songs. Yeah, I, yeah, Saturn is, yeah. Because people do live to be 205. Take me to the damn Saturn. <laughs> and then you from Philly, that's how you want to say Saturn. Saturn. I was about to say, black people cannot talk, and it's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm in my Stevie bag, but particularly this morning, it's Pisces season. So, 
Um, Uh-oh. I've been playing Virgo's Groove, which is the most Pisces song of all time. What is more Pisces than what Beyonce is saying in Virgo's Groove? Virgos do not love like that. <laughs> Virgos don't love like that. I want to know Beyonce's chart, actually. And I've been saying that since a gift from Virgo because there are things that I see, sense, and feel. <laughs> she acts like a Pisces. She, But she does everything else like a Virgo. Like a Virgo, yeah. Like in, mm-hmm. in, in her love, her love vibe. Maybe she, maybe her Venus is in Pisces and that's why she yeah. acts like that. Yeah, I'm that a makes Pisces perfect sense. And my Venus is in Pisces. So that's why I'm annoying. Annoying. <laughs> Glad like, I'd be obsessed with everybody and don't care about them the next day and then be back obsessed again. I was obsessed yeah. with two people last night, but I didn't want to text you and get on your nerves. I'm glad you didn't. I was asleep. <laughs> and two of them people were not sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> it's just always something. <laughs> it's always huh? a new obsession, child. <sighs> Stephanie, please. I'll be having to take breaks from talking to people about <laughs> niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie is the main culprit, but I'm, um, but I'm not like your like your other like friends you might have because they like to talk about the same guy. I literally talk about somebody different every two days. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'd be like, okay, who? I don't know nobody real name, so it just be like, who? Wait, which? What? Who? Which one? <laughs> and then sometimes it don't even be people that like we know personally. It'd be like the joint from Instagram, and then you'll have to remind me of who that is, and I'd be like, all right. And you be like, what happened to such and such? Like a week later, I be like, who? <laughs> the number already out my phone. <laughs> out my phone. I done forgot. And it's not because I hate them. I just am obsessed with somebody new now. So I have to like clear space for my new obsession. It is a task talking to Stephanie about men and dating and all of the above. I just be having to let her be. To New Orleans. And then New Orleans texted me. Like somebody texted me Happy New Year before New Orleans and I stopped liking New Orleans. Yeah, that actually happened. Like that's a full real account of what happened. And now that you said it out loud, I'm glad everybody knows you're insane. <laughs> Yo, you could I was like, this is it. I was talking to my friends like, yo, I'm locking it down with New Orleans, like, period. And I was condoning it, and I don't be condoning it. She'd be obsessed with people that I'd be like, it's a chop. And she'd be still obsessed. And I'd be like, what I say goes. <laughs> because I already know you're not going to care enough for you to not listen to me. So just listen. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I don't be caring for real. Like, I'm like, oh my God, I love him. And I'd be like, man, somebody says his name two days later. And I'd be like, who is that? <laughs> I don't like that. But that's honestly the biggest Pisces thing about you. Because for a long time, I didn't see the Pisces. I was like, where? But it is like Pisces are the baby of the Zodiac and Stephanie could be a baby sometimes and then the lovey-dovey, but then the spaciness of the lovey-dovey, all of that is Pisces. <laughs> Don't you ever switch it up. Talk, Talk to, to me nice. <laughs> anyway, I've been listening to Kalela nonstop. Hmm. <laughs> I was ready to talk about this with you for that very reaction. I don't mind this album at all. It's better than her last album. To me. <laughs> because Stephanie did not look like she was in agreement stalls. It's songs on there. Contact, Closure, 
What else I like? Let me run myself the track list because I've been listening to it straight through and don't get sad on the songs that's supposed to make me sad. What's the song that she'd be like, I won't wait all night. <laughs> that's my song. You know I don't know. Enough love, everything. Love the video, love the song. It's the song, if you got my way, I'm gonna On the I'll run, everything. On the, yeah, run. on the Run is a song. On the Run might be her best song ever. On the Run is a fucking hit. I really like Happy Ending. I already said Closure and Contact. Holier, for it to be like a slow build, sends me where I needed to be sent. Love Sorbet. It's hits on here. It don't bother me. I'm gonna I'm try it again. I just don't, I just wasn't expecting slow. Yeah, I could see you needing to dust yourself off and, but it's good to me. Miss Call is good. Like, and then transition wise, it feels good going into each other. Like each mm-hmm. song going in and out, the fade in and fade out of what she's doing musically. The production is good. I don't have any qualms. What makes you say that uh, this is better than the last one? I only liked it like three songs on the last one in full. Like, you know how we put Kalela in a specific place because of her debut? The second, and then the EPs that followed, the second album or second project, because I don't know what albums are anymore. (laughs) I only really cared for Blue Light. Like, that was the main song that I went back to over and over and over again. Everything else, I was like, "Mm, hit or miss. I don't need to listen to it again. Maybe I need to revisit that, but this album straight through, I could listen to without being all over the place in a way that I couldn't with her last one. I listened to hallucinogen more than i listened to her last album a project yeah because that song that samples how can i ease the pain mm-hmm. a fucking hit i don't know Kalela's an interesting artist to me because i don't know exactly where to put her based on how she puts music out and she be talking about all this i'm a dance artist i'm a dance artist how many songs can you dance to on that album the thing is, there's songs that you think you can't dance to, and then midway through, it's a completely different song. The systems in the song make me understand what she's trying to do. And then I remember we were talking about it in the chat, and you were like, it's not... You didn't say it's not cohesive, but you said Contact is the only song that sounds like that. I disagree with that, because everything got that... Everything like sounds like... Um, fast pink it's not like an Inya album to me. I don't. I don't remember any. I don't remember anything above a two BPM. Stephanie, you have to listen to this again. I'm gonna re-listen, <laughs> but I maybe no lie. I did doze off a little bit. All right. So maybe that that's why. But I'm just like, and everybody's hit me up like, oh, "Are you gonna go see her at Bam?" And I'm like, the way I fell asleep and was drooling in my coat, literally drool on my shirt because I put my face in my coat and went to sleep at the Kelsey Lou and Sanford concert and the way her music sounds just like that now. I'm not about to waste my money. Mm. I want to hear boom, bass, beats, home, home music, sex, making out, dancing, another club, another club, making out. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to hear all this introspective black power. I don't want to hear that. This, the album is not as deep as I feel like it comes across. That's what I'm saying. I don't sense. want it to come across deep neither. I don't want her to say nothing. I want it to be shallow, good coochie girl music. Like how she <laughs> used to give it to us. Now, I know she yeah. had her little spiritual black awakening. I don't want to hear that. Stephanie want floor show or nothing else. Baby. 
<laughs> you just shipped something to me. I forgot all about Florsha. Florsha is ahead. That's my shit. Colette came through so strong. It's interesting the way she presents herself now. I just don't always get it at first. Coming from where she came from. Come on, Anthony. But I like it. Hmm. It's fine. We'll chat after you revisit. And then when you still feel the same way, I'll still be saying what I'm saying too. It's fine. <laughs> if you come my way, you know I I'm also listening to that new girl, Ray. She has that song. We actually put it on our page called Escapism. Love that. It sounds like a Dirty Money song. She came out with her album, My 21st Century Blues. It's like her American debut because she's a UK artist. But she's written for the likes of Beyonce and all the famous dolls. People really like her and her lyrics be bomb. Get ready to write for you because it's very on par. And then Spotify did this thing that they do that I like where they put artists together for covers. And they put Coco Jones and Leon Thomas together for Until the End of Time. I really like it. And I usually don't like when people cover anything that Beyonce or Justin Timberlake do. And then they also put out a duet version of Victoria Monet's We Might Even Be Falling In Love. Mm -hmm. And it's her and Bryson Tiller. Love it. It don't bother me. And you know, I'm good with Victoria on her own. That's the way it was. But not mad at Bryce. (laughs) So like I said, music is out. It's some other stuff that I still have yet to listen to. Like I still didn't listen to Glorilla. Oh, really? I still didn't listen to it. If you're wondering, her duet, can you, do you call it a duet when it's red? Her song, sure. Moneybag Yo, sound good in the club. We was in the hood ass after hours and it came on and that joint pranks, baby. Oh my God. <laughs> I really don't be knowing what you're about to say. The after hours is crazy, not the afties. I had a bowl, hookah everywhere. And so, you know, I was aggravated. Oh, that type of party. Yeah. I like the idea of hookah because I mean, if hookah is there, that the music is gonna be good. That's like that's true, understandable. But it be all in your hair and your coat, and it just be like I don't even smoke no hookah. Why do I smell like Malibu breeze blue or whatever? Oh my god, hookah is like vapor to a certain extent. The smell probably only lasts as long as you inside of there. Once you get outside, it's not the thing no more. But it be the hoop and the weed together that just be a lot. That does change things. People got to stop being ghetto and smoking weed everywhere they go. Yeah, it was, was like a new that phenomenon. Was back to back to back to back to back. She she take a break. Like soon as she finished one, she lit another one. I was like, oh. I don't really understand Potheads Anonymous because I can't be high all day long. It's not chic. I'm. <laughs> yeah, it's not actually. I am a social smoker. I am a social edible user unless I needed to go to bed, but. All day long sweetness. Can you see straight? That's what I be trying to figure out. I need to have my <laughs> faculties funny. out me at some point. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the girls like being high, so whatever. I get it. Okay. I'm ready to yell. Okay. The backlash that this amazing Super Bowl performance has gotten is un- call for I actually don't be understanding what people like anymore or if they are even fans to begin with because as everybody knows Rihanna performed the halftime show for the Super Bowl they've been begging doll for 10 years straight 
to do it. And she finally did it. She was flying in the clouds. They had floating stages up in the rafter, giving Super Mario, Super Smash Brothers. The dancers were dancing. Paris Goebel needs every award possible. It gave Fenty Fashion Show, Fenty Brand Ambassadorship. My discography is the doll. You can't touch me. <laughs> Everything. And people are complaining, and it's complaints to the point of they've brought in women's suffrage and black civil rights and like all of this stuff that don't have nothing to do with Rihanna's music or the halftime show. And I'm just tired of complaining. I complain enough on my own. I don't need to hear y'all's too. Like, Rihanna ain't do nothing wrong, and Rihanna also ain't do nothing out of the ordinary of her own give, if you have ever been to a Rihanna show or seen this lady live. People talking about she was lazy, she didn't move around enough, and this is like, aside from her debuting the fact that she's on baby number two, right? Because the baby bump was prevalent immediately. It wasn't given postpartum weight, it was given the shape of a baby, Longest we kept being like, she not losing weight, she not losing weight, she not losing weight. This is getting crazy. She not losing weight. Yeah, and so for sure. Everybody was texting like, she pregnant. I was like, no, y'all, she just still big. It was the shape for me because she's been like not losing weight, right? She's <laughs> been staying a a certain size, but the way that her clothes fit her didn't give pregnant lady, and it also didn't really give hiding a baby bump until right before the Super Bowl. So when the stomach was out and she rubs it at, yeah, y'all, yeah, y'all. I thought she was just being slutty and just was like sliding down on her cooch. <laughs> okay, Steve. Maybe it was a mix, but <laughs> I saw the stomach. I, I think that black people also do this thing that they don't own up to. But there's a certain thing in us where if you are not a belting Sanger, Sanger, you don't have church vocals, you don't have a super powerful run capacity, vocal decision, all of that, that people don't think that you can sing. And that plays in our minds to the point where we will put artists beneath where they really are because we don't look at them as singers. White people don't do that. Mm -mm. Well, white people don't sing well, really. You don't, have, you, don't have to, you don't have to know how to sing to be a white artist. So I, so I don't feel like that's a good comparison. I don't think that it's, I don't think that that's fair for it to not be a good comparison simply because they be some of their biggest artists and but we listen people, to their music too. Well, white people don't, don't have a relationship with the Lord. So <laughs> they really can't sing. <laughs> like, hey. don't like, like, white people don't know how to really sing for real. The only white people I know how to sing are white people that be around black people. Think about it. Mackenzie, Tori right. Kelly. Then white Jojo. man that sang down. What's his name? Chris Stapleton's. Chris Stapleton. He ate whatever those song were that was sang, he ate it. What song was no, it? No, like, America the Beautiful has never sounded that beautiful. Yeah, didn't know what the song was, but he went off. <laughs> I was like, yes. I was like this. Not uh, oh my country tis of thee. <laughs> the troops. I was like, oh, I don't know what this white man is talking about, but I'm listening. Stephanie not kneeling no more, y'all. She said, "Fuck Chris Kaepernick." I'm screaming. Who? Because it's Chris Staples in there. <laughs> I don't want to do this. The thing is, anymore. okay, let's be let's just keep it honest. 
Re-did. The lack of church is a thing. You're not wrong. The lack of church is a thing. But Re used to sound the fool back way back in the day. But people, <laughs> let's let's also put the truth on the table. America is not really tapped into Rihanna. So like, no. people don't know that Rihanna's voice is way better now. Yes, like if that you is are true. a real person, if you are a person, not a real person, if you are a person that's a real Rihanna fan. You can hear the progression in her voice. And Rihanna, when she was on the anti-tour, that was a different vocal that we've ever heard. Absolutely. Every performance that she did, every city that she hit, every award show, she was showing us that that new vocal coach got her together. But she people don't really care. now. Yeah, like even her vocal decisions and switch-ups that she made in this performance in the Super Bowl, it was just like she wouldn't have been able to do that Back in unfaithful time frame. Nope. Like she just wasn't vocally there. But another thing that we do is we compare artists where they shouldn't be. People are looking for a Beyonce type performance from every black girl that hit a stage. And that's not fair. Right. One, Beyonce is the ultimate performer. And two, everybody doesn't give that. Like, And don't need to give that. And don't need to give that. That's just not how artistry works. Like, Rihanna is one of the most decorated artists that we have. She has hit award feats, record-breaking shit that the girls just are unable to do. And honestly, she's up there with Beyonce from that standpoint. She got like 17 number ones. That's not normal. Mm-hmm. And they're and, deserved. Like, these aren't like, because she's exactly. a girl. They're actually exactly. like on merit. Exactly. And this is before, after, and during the vocal changed <laughs> like a hit maker is a hit maker and that's the part where i want people to stop giving her flack because y'all allow madonna to do whatever the fuck she want and she's one of the biggest names of all time still at this miserable age of 60 plus that she's at she look a fool and y'all still white people just give her all of this grace and mercy and i'm like rihanna literally is the black madonna she literally is a different girl with every album. She comes out a brand new bitch. That is what Madonna did. She taught us how to be a pop star and Rihanna reinvented it. Janet Jackson actually is on that level too, but y'all do the same thing with Janet. Janet's fan base is niche and it shouldn't be. And it should People like Janet because she's a consummate performer, similar to how Beyonce performs the house down. Janet invented that. She taught everybody how to do that. But people don't give, black people don't give Janet a certain thing because she's a whisperer and she's not really a singer and all of this and all of that. The bitch is Janet fucking Jackson. Michael Jackson stole from Janet on several occasions and I will die on that hill. It's fine. And I'm not a hill dyer, but I have to call a thing a thing. Angela Bassett did the thing. It's a thing. <laughs> the best part of that video was Viola in the back like... Snapping like an auntie. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about that, but I had to say that. <laughs> I just, I don't understand. And it goes back to what we said about America not getting it, which is also a conundrum because Rihanna still got all of the things. Like she's still got all of the awards. She's got all of the titles. She's got all of the legend and the fanfare. But you don't hear Rihanna played out much, Mm-mm. like anywhere, any type of song. Mm-hmm. I think that they play Watch and Learn, the Beanie Man and Maya mash up with Girls Damn Sugar at like fag shit. But yeah, that's I was it. Say, that don't happen at straight things. Yeah, that's the only time that I'm able to even rejoice in the name. I feel like work. 
but that's probably it. Work is probably the yeah. only song that by Rihanna that gets played out, which is crazy. And it, it took amazing. her eight albums to get that. Like what? There used to be a time where you would hear maybe S and M, but I don't know. Gang I just feel like people do her dirty. Yeah, people don't want to get black people. I'm gonna be specific. Black people do not want to give Rihanna her flowers, and I. Some of it I have felt for years was virtuous stuff. Like, remember how black people used to talk about Rihanna so bad? Like, oh, she's so slutty. She's this. She's a whore. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, what about her even gave that? They were like, oh, look at Beyonce. She's married. She classy. And I'm like, Beyonce be just be even more naked than Rihanna. So, like, what is this whole thing that black people have that Rihanna is this wild, trashy, whatever. When you listen to her album, majority of the album be slow songs, and she be crying. <laughs> Rihanna is wholesome, Tina. Like Damn. I don't understand. I don't understand. I will never get it. And Beyonce don't have to come up every time Rihanna do something, right? I just don't understand it. I think that Beyonce's solo Super Bowl performance was one of the best ones of our lifetime. I really do. I'm not taking anything away from that lady, but Rihanna eight at the Super Bowl and taking away the fact that she is with child she was moving around that stage more than she usually do I don't think the people I'm arguing with you with that because I went and watched old performances she she dances way harder Rihanna took a break from moving at all though like Rihanna historically for a certain part of her career performed like a rapper oh yeah but I'm talking about swag I'm talking about when she did her MTV um, thing. The little Vanguard thing. She was going off. She was dancing hard. And in the anti-tour, she was dancing hard. But that's after... Rihanna didn't dance at all during Rated R. At all. And there were songs that she could have danced to. She was there were songs that she could have danced to. Loud era, she started to like clock back in. Like by the time the tour came and her hair was red and shaved on the side. She started to clock back into a movement. And then Diamonds, it was given, okay, I could dance now. But there was a portion of her career where it was given standstill at the mic and groove. But I'm just saying, like, the last time we saw Rihanna, she was moving and dancing hard. So, for her. Well, I don't know. I feel like for somebody that's not like Amaya, she was doing really good. I agree. But I think that people want her to give. Maya. People only understand one thing. Like, and Maya probably not even a person that get the flowers. If she can, and Mama dances down yeah. still, clocks into the choreography in and out, might be on, sings pretty as fuck. Like, but people just don't give her that because she's not yelling like Fantasia. It's just weird that we have this thing where if you are not giving Jasmine Sullivan vocally, it don't matter what else you do. And, and it's weird because most dance girls not gonna don't. be screaming and hollering if you a dance girl. You see the way that Sierra don't get nothing and Sierra really like be on Jimmy Fallon giving Super Bowl type performances. Dude. I don't understand. Like we just have this like There was a Twitter block. campaign after saying that she should get the Super Bowl next year. I seen that on Twitter. So, Sierra is a performer. I don't care. Like I don't want her to do the Super Bowl but I get the argument. Musically it's just not something that I care about. And I like Sierra's older music, but like, girl, I don't want to hear nothing from damn Jackie. Or Beauty Mark. Are we kidding? Anyway. They also talk about Nikki doing the next year, and I will cancel my subscription. Yeah. Mm-mm. I just won't turn the TV on that day. Fuck a commercial. <laughs> Absolutely not. I don't know. Rihanna is 
the doll. And I think that her impact honestly should say enough. Say what you want. We wouldn't have artists like SZA if it wasn't for Rihanna. And they're not similar at all. But SZA just started dancing. Rihanna made it okay to not dance. That's the thing. Even though she clocks in and out of choreography at times, she made it cool to just be cool. Rihanna got famous for being her. When she switched everything up for Good Girl Gone Bad and went super pop in that direction and it wasn't giving Island Goddess no more, she changed the way that we looked at pop stars. She also cut her hair when previously you needed hair to be a pop girl. It's just like her impact is greater than y'all's criticisms, especially when y'all are ill-equipped and uninformed. I'd be confused what people want. And I'm also tired of being mad on this show. I'd be upset. So I want to get into the pregnancy part because we're we're yelling now and then we're going to end the show on a high note talking about all the things we loved about the performance. Oh yeah, because she ate it to me. Um... So let's talk about the pregnancy part. Um, so looking at that stomach, me and the timeline have landed on four to five months. <laughs> it is February. So there's January, December, November, October. Let's just say she's four months. So that means she got pregnant like October-ish, right? Is that right? I- November, December, January, February. Yeah. So that means she got pregnant in October. That means she was pregnant while she was rehearsing for the Super Bowl. She was pregnant the entire rehearsal. Rihanna had that baby in May. So let's do some more math. June, July, (laughs) August, September, October. So when that baby was five months, she's back pregnant. Yeah. So anybody that's ever had a child, you know that it takes women like a year to like fully bounce back from having a baby. At Mm -hmm. five months, you are still in the postpartum window, which means that your cooter brown might be acting crazy still. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. She had a C-section or delivered naturally, but she had a C-section. They move your organs around. Okay, that's we, we don't know nothing. We have no serious evidence. surgery. So yeah, your organs is. are getting back in place. Okay, your emotions are all over. Mama could have been depressed, boo, because postpartum gives that. Mm-hmm. And she's back pregnant, and in November she started rehearsals for the Super Bowl. And again, even with nannies and all that, well, actually in her article, she said they didn't have no nanny. They don't have one. But I still have it under great authority that that baby be down to the Barbados with the mom and majesty. That baby don't be around. Them them parents go out every night. <laughs> I Talk think about they come there. No I think, or, or Melissa might watch the baby when they go out or something. But they don't have a nanny because she literally said they came home and they come home to just them. Like, their parents wasn't even there. Mm -hmm. So, in five months, babies is just starting to go to sleep normal. (laughs) No shade. So, y'all got to think about all this stuff that is going on at this time. She's still postpartum. Her body is still trying to reconfigure itself. She's back pregnant, so while her body's trying to heal, it starts falling apart all over again. Mm-hmm. And she's going to these rehearsals, getting bigger and bigger pregnancy-wise. 
We don't know. She could have had morning sickness and all that kind of stuff. We don't know. What her body has been going through is unfathomable to me as a nigga. Like, I just don't understand womb. Like, I don't. (laughs) I don't. So I can't say anything from an informed or, like, experiential standpoint because I don't have those problems and I don't want them. And, and we're going to talk about that because there is a thing to that, but go ahead. There is a thing to that. And I definitely want to get to the bottom of her. So also we're not even taking into account the lack of break that she had at all, because that fourth Fenty show also just came out last year, right after the baby was born. We don't know what was going on rehearsal wise for that. And even though she didn't have a super big part in it, anything that she do strenuous wise is going to take a toll on the body. And I don't think that people are taking that into consideration. And not that she even like, I don't know, it's, it's, it goes back to the Beyonce comparison because Beyonce worked herself like a workhorse her entire pregnancy. But the bitch came out on documentaries and was like, I wish I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. She said, I, after having a miscarriage and everything, she was like, I I, if I could go back, I would not do that. I mm-hmm. regret the fact that I did that. Like, I should not have been working as hard, dancing as hard, doing the most, performing for the girls. Like, I should have stopped and taken a break. That's why we didn't get the visuals, because she's trying to take that break now. People was upset that people kept saying, people, okay, naysayers kept being upset that fans were saying, what did y'all expect? But I was saying that before I even knew that the lady was pregnant, because as a real fan, I've seen her live and this is what it gives. Well, I was disappointed at first because I thought it was low energy in comparison to how she was at Anti-Tour and how she was at MTV. I was like, what is going on? For me, I was like, oh, it's because she's still fat. So I was like, that's why she's moving slow. But then when I went back and watched the second time, it actually wasn't as low energy as I thought. Um, But I just wanted to finish the thought real quick about the whole pregnant thing. And so then when you're four or five months pregnant, you cannot be moving around all crazy and backflipping and doing all of that, especially when you are 60 feet in the air on a slippery surface. Yeah, somebody fell up there and they just didn't show it. Really? Yeah, but they're like, the way that they had it, they were hooked into the platform. So they couldn't fall off, but somebody did fall down. Oh. Which is scary. What do you expect a pregnant person to like? For me, it's just like, what do you want from a pregnant person? Like, and there was one point where she was walking, and I was like, oh, maybe she is pregnant. But I'm just like, think about, first of all, most people cannot do perform for how many? 11 straight minutes? 13. 13 straight minutes. A lot of people cannot dance that long. And as me and you are former recital girls, we're both recital dolls. So. We know how what how does it dance that long, and that is yeah, a lot to dance and sing that long. So most of y'all can't even do that unpregnant, but to do that at five months while your vagina is literally trying to sew itself back together, <laughs> back open in four months, five yeah. months, y'all are nuts. Like, and to me, and this is what we're kind of leaning towards. I love the discourse that was popping up on Twitter about. One, how people compare everybody to Beyonce, how mm-hmm. people compare Beyonce's work ethic to everybody else's, and that is mostly coming from the gays. I didn't realize that until I assessed the commentary on my timeline, and it was 
mostly niggas. Like the R&B girls, like actual girls, and the women that I follow who are fans of music and like talk about entertainment on a regular basis were mute. Like nobody had negative things to say about Rihanna except for fellow fags. And I was like, hmm, there is an argument to be had about the community and what we expect. And then someone broke it down even further and to say, gay men, of course, are still men. Men, from a misogynistic standpoint, look at women a certain way. And gay men, as much as we revere our artists, there is a point in which or a place in the community for commentary on women in a way that we should not. And I, I, I can't disagree with that. I honestly can't. I want to read some of the tweets that we were um, that we saw, um, and some of them are slightly offensive, but it's still funny, so I'm going to say it. Um, so someone had tweeted a video of Beyonce when she was pregnant with the twins. This was like super early in the pregnancy, and Beyonce's dancing super hard. And the person said, I don't want to hear no excuses from those girls. My sis Beyonce was pregnant as well with twins and gave us full out choreo and was singing live. And people were in the comments like, first of all, she was like two weeks pregnant with them twins. So it hit different when you five months. Mm-hmm. But, um, but the tweet that uh, me and Muse sent between each other was somebody said, and she was crazy as hell for doing so. Putting your twins at risk to, to impress some gays. No man. <laughs> And granted, says, all it's this egregious. nonsense just confirms what women have been saying. Gay men still see women as forms of entertainment, not real people. It gets really aggressive and irritating to the point that any woman with a lot of gay male fans will get serious hate for, quote, underperforming. Um, so, huh? to take a quick beat there, I do want to say that I think that these iconic female pop stars give life to gay men in a way that doesn't exist in other sides of music. And I do think that there is a respect and a level of interest and a adoration that beams from the gay community to people like Beyonce, to people like Rihanna, to people in certain ways, like like Gaga, like it's just y'all are like, those women are gods to the gays. (laughs) And even with it coming from a good place, I do think that on the opposite end of that, there's still some like uninformed and ill-equipped commentary that happens. Like, I don't know shit about vagina. I just, it's not my give. I don't. I like boy butt, and I have for however long, right? So it's giving gold star. I wouldn't know a thing. (laughs) I can't be like, oh, she should be able to do this, this, and this. With a baby in her stomach. I really don't know that. Like, I don't have the scientific knowledge, evidence, proof, or even hypotheses to say this is a thing that should or could would be happening. And what I do know is there are people who have gone on record and done the most while they were pregnant and regretted it. I used Beyonce as an example earlier. So I'm just like, we can be digital A&Rs and critics of music all we want to. I think that there is a line that gets crossed a lot by stand groups, male or female. And a lot of the times those stand groups have a large gay constituency. 
So I get what the people are saying. Granted, it's like worded in ways that it shouldn't. It's some problematic stuff that we laughed about. But I mean, I like niggas, so I just be laughing. It's fine. But everybody shouldn't laugh. It's fine. I'm going to let y'all know y'all can't laugh. <laughs> but I, I don't disagree with all of it. Like, there's at least a conversation to be had. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, this is another one that's crazy, but still it gets to the point. It makes so much sense how Beyonce had a miscarriage. She be doing the most for a bunch of old gay men who really don't care about her health or her life. Rihanna gave a show while five months into her pregnancy, feet in the air to, um, this is why y'all are, oh no, they start going to Fave War. Sorry. Let me ignore, let me just read it. Let me read it again without the, the, the Fave Wars. It makes so much sense how she's had a miscarriage. Beyonce be doing the most for a bunch of old gay men who don't give a shit about her life or her health. Beyonce gave a show about five months into her pregnancy. Um, and then, like you said, B talked about how she regretted pushing her body too much after the twins, and she'll never mm-hmm. do it again. And then somebody said to the hive, um, y'all not even being mindful of your own faith and her issues, but I forget y'all are grown men, so as long as she risked her life to entertain you, just so you can p- compare it to next girl that it's okay. And that was when I was just like, I mean, the picture that's being painted is men look at women a specific way and gay men are not exempt from that. Even if it's rooted in adoration, love, whatever. I still think that it boils down to America treats women a specific way and everybody is under the conditioning of that and being gay doesn't save you from it. Mm-hmm. And these these tweets are just examples of a place in which I think that we should, as a community, check ourselves when it comes to women and how they are viewed, right? Because we're supposed to be so big as allies of y'all and like black women first and all of this and all of that, but let a bitch underperform, quote unquote, or let a girl not do as well as Beyonce, or let a girl breathe wrong, or let a girl look bad, or like just any old thing. So, I just couldn't say that all of the people was wrong. And this is not like a me not being in solidarity with the rest of the groups or whatever, like the alphabet people, LGBTQ plus XYA, SWBTLC, all of y'all are my dolls. But if there are points on an opposing side of any argument, I'm not going to be the guy that's just like biased. Like truth is truth, right is right, wrong is wrong, fair is fair. On the inverse of that, I'm also not about to let the girls get away with homophobia. Period. And I think that a lot of those tweets are blatantly homophobic. I think that there are a certain ilk of women that indulge in a Beyonce, that look down on a Rihanna, that have a specific class of give that they want to portray to the world that are homophobic as fuck. That wouldn't want their son to be gay. That would have a gay best friend all day long. That would carry him around as a purse. But be damned if her son was raised in the same way. Or if it was given nature or nurture versus gay straight. Like, there's still so many different conversations to be had. And Rihanna being lazy, if that's what y'all want to call it, is just a piece of that. If Beyonce being the consummate performer and overworking the girls, including herself, that's still just a part of it. Y'all aspire to a thing that Beyonce portrays, not knowing or even taking account of the cost that that incurs. And then y'all look down on anybody else that's doing what you quote unquote say is less, but you're not doing half of what Beyonce is doing and barely scrapping the pavement of what Rihanna is. I just don't understand everybody's 
all of a sudden interest when there's events or spectacles or things of this nature when y'all don't even fucking listen to the music for real. My thing is y'all don't have a dog in this fight. And a lot of y'all are more Rihanna than Beyonce in the first fucking place. You're not exempt either. Like everybody can get it. I got smoke for all sides. You know how, you know how like, remember that argument about being an intern and everybody was like, well, I was an unpaid intern and I paid dues so everybody else should too. Mm-hmm. It's the same kind of thing when it comes to Beyonce. I feel like people feel like just because Beyonce did something that it's okay. And the, the level at which Beyonce has worked and has worked since she was a child is not okay. Yeah. She sacrificed a lot. She sacrificed mm-hmm. her life, like her, like her her social life. She mm-hmm. sacrificed her childhood. She sacrificed even just having normal like friends. She sacrificed like her health so many times. Yeah. Like remember that one video that one documentary where she was like she was touring for all these months and she was so sick and she was so tired. She just wanted to see Jay-Z for a day. Mm-hmm. So she flew from a whole nother hemisphere just to see him for a day and it had to go right back. Right back. Like yep. that is not okay. She should not have uh, I'm getting so emotional for Beyonce. She should not have to like <laughs> that should not be a way that she has to live. Yeah, and I think it's just something that was ingrained in her because she's always wanted to be who she is and where she is in the industry and in the world that she felt like it was okay. She was taught by Matthew Knowles to be this workhorse, to be this, you know, virtuoso talent. Like, you have what it takes to be Michael Jackson. You need to do all of these things to be better. Like, it's just something that was instilled in her to the point where she worked herself to death. And There are things that I uphold about Beyonce respect-wise. Like, I like that we don't know nothing about her. I like that she carries herself in an old celebrity kind of way where there's still a big air of mystery around her. But with that being said, we don't know the toll that this way she works is taking on her. Mm -hmm. We have barely seen them twins. And there are rumors that something might be a little cognitively or physically wrong with one of them. We don't know. Stephanie and I had this joke where we'd be like, on one, two, three, what twins? Like, take a picture, say what twins? Because we don't know nothing about them fucking twins. That and the fact that she had a miscarriage, like, we just, uh, I can't say that Beyonce is right in doing fame the way that she's done it. And she has even gone on record and said that she would change things. So I don't, I don't like that people expect Beyonce out of everybody because just from the beginning to now nobody has done what Beyonce has done so for y'all to expect people who that's not their natural God given give to give it's weird Rihanna has never been the type of artist that Beyonce is Mm -hmm. and she has risen to levels of fame equal to Beyonce Mm -hmm. even without that Mm -hmm. so put some respect on that first and foremost, and two, stop letting these white people dictate what it is when it comes to certain stuff and we don't give the same grace to our people. That's not fair. Not that we should aspire to anything white because fuck that, but if Madonna can be Madonna, there's no reason. Madonna's Super Bowl performance was trash. She didn't do a damn thing. She like sniffed under the cape of one of them party box boys. I was like, what are you doing? You look stupid. I don't even remember it, so. Exactly, not memorable, but we've been talking about Rihanna for fucking the rest of the month after her Super Bowl performance. Exactly. Uh, 
I just don't think that it's fair the way that we look at everyone in comparison to Beyonce. And that is separate and apart from the Super Bowl because I even had conversations like leading up to it where I was just like, it is so strange how many times Beyonce has come up and this is not about her. I'm a big fan, but I also understand, respect, and adore Rihanna in a similar way because of what her music has done, how much of a hit maker she is, because of much how much I like her discography even over a person like a Beyonce. But I didn't go into the Super Bowl expecting 2013's Beyonce performance or whatever year that was where she did it with Bruno Mars and Coldplay. Like, I just didn't think that that's what I was about to give. I got what I thought I was going to get, pregnant or not. And I loved it. And we loved it. The whole time. Still watch it daily. Like, the work that went into that, are y'all crazy? I mean, yes, y'all are. But are y'all crazy? (laughs) I'm going to say, yeah, I think they is, poo. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's just eye-opening every time that anybody do anything, for real. And, like, the way that the internet takes everything and runs with it, I'm just like... Hmm, so this is really how people feel? That's so strange. And it'd be enough people behind the thought for me to be concerned. Yeah. Hmm. But, I mean, I brought up Madonna's dry-ass performance. Who else has got on that Super Bowl stage and did exactly what they were supposed to do to you? Um... Well, I haven't watched a lot of Super Bowls in my life. But I did enjoy Gabs. Amazing. Oh, I'm about to I you about to read. I enjoy Gabs. I really like Gaga's performance. And that was right after fucking hip surgery. Like, so going back to our point about expectation, but she jumped from the top of the sky dome. I love that. <laughs> it was a little awkward, but she did it. Mama flew like a bat. <laughs> <laughs> Given Gotham Knights, I um Super Bowl Sunday to me is Janet Jackson Appreciation Day. Annually. Yeah, all I can think about is Jan, my pooters. <laughs> because what happened to her as an aftermath of that performance, it'll always stand the test of time, and I just feel a specific way about it. But in lieu of that, ate the stage. Yeah, ate the stage and down with Justin Timberlake for ever not coming to her side like that. And then when he got the Super Bowl alone that year, he looked like an avocado. So don't even remember it. That bitch named Karma. Yeah, don't even remember it. Um, I did like Shakira and J Lo. So this is random, and I didn't know until Rihanna Super Bowl. They have the number one like most viewed Super Bowl performance. Really. I'm sure it has changed now because of Because you know, at the time, anything Spanish speaking is going to be number one. That's like the most spoken language in the world. So, Spain mm-hmm. is going to win. <laughs> Come on, Spain, Hispaniola. Is that problematic to say? No. Um, Latin X. Latin X. Um, the the Coldplay Beyonce Bruno. I didn't. I didn't like it because I didn't like them together. They just didn't feel cohesive. Like it just didn't make sense. Like why? Like I don't know why Beyonce loves Coldplay so much because they got like three bangers. Um, maybe he's a nice person. I I disagree with that. They're they're weird now as a band to me. Like the new music don't hit as hard as the old music did. But Coldplay got records Mm -hmm. on records on records on records to me. 
to me, them three together was weird. Like whenever they mash the people up, it'd be weird to me though. I didn't understand Mary's Mary is Mary, but her in a West Coast performance didn't that was make sense. Weird to me. At the time of Rihanna's performance, I think that one was number two, the most viewed. Because people love Mary, but it was weird to me. No thanks. Eminem and Mary didn't make sense in like a tribute to Long Beach. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Yeah, it was strange. I was about to say earlier, but Prince's Super Bowl was everything to me. Super Bowl. Michael Michael Jackson's Super Bowl from the 90s. Michael Jackson's Super Bowl. I, um, at the time of her performance, I didn't really care about Katy Perry. We had a moment where she was my doll, but it, that ship has sailed. But she brought Missy Elliott out, and that was memorable for me. Oh, but wait. That she, don't make sense. Um, she did the Katy Super Bowl? Perry Mm-hmm. Oh. See, wouldn't even know. <laughs> I want to end on a high note. This is the size. And we as a group chat cannot stop talking about their performance. So let's I watch it daily. I haven't watched a performance daily since the EMA Say So performance by Doja Cat. <laughs> no shade. <laughs> like, I, it's been that long. And Rihanna has the place. It's fine. Like, okay, let's talk about camera angles. Let's talk about drones. Let's Baby. talk about staging. Baby. Huh. When it starts and it zooms out so that you can see that she is literally living on top of the girls. <laughs> what? <laughs> that shook me. I was standing up ready for her to perform. When it zoomed out, I had to take a seat. I sat back down. I was like, okay, wait, mama's flying. <laughs> And the way she saw, she's like, yeah, yo. I was like, oh. like the beat goes, mm-hmm. they did the zoom. I was like, oh. For her to even be able to do that song, and it's not on no project. I mean, it's on my version of Anti, but who, like, duh. <laughs> that is not on a on an album. Like, that song has that much impact for you to start off your Super Bowl performance with it and the crowd go wild. And you up there pointing and, like, crouching down and performing like a nigga. <clears throat> Everything. Then when the fucking floating stage started to come down and she was making that scrunch face like, yeah, that's my shit. Uh, <laughs> I was screaming. Because then she scrunched her face up real good. Mm-hmm. Best Cupid's bow in lips. Ever. Like, the face is facing. She's so pretty. Ah! <laughs> and then they went into where have you been? Okay. I know I'll be like giving dudes dudes the thumbs down, but where have you been is my Song. And remember the first time we saw the video and she was dancing? That was the first time dancing. we saw her really dance. Yeah. I've been everywhere, man, looking for someone, someone who can be me, love me all night long. Same. Where have you been? All my life. Because I ain't Where's seen you out. Are life? you hiding from me? And then, first of all, let's talk about the mixes. Because no, they the cockiness into Where Have You Been. I was losing it. The way that Adam Blackstone, Minister of Music to the Dolls, set this stage on fire, the progressions in the music was everything. Like, please go back and watch if y'all have not. There are sections where she just put so many of her classic songs and deep cuts in without singing them that it was surprising to me. We had a game that we was playing that night for someone you would win a prize if you could guess the, the set list, basically, like the tracks that she did. Everybody was wrong. And listen, because I just knew she was going to do, um, um, what's the football song? 
There's so much power in my name when I walk up in your head. Sadie, I'm going to do the way. That lyric made me think that she was going to do it because it's all Mm -hmm. these football, I mean, all these football references. I was like, yeah. And plus, you've been waiting for her to perform for seven years. I was like, oh, she's going to open with it. Rihanna is such a wild card. The performance actually makes sense to me now. Mm-hmm. Like the night of, I was like, I didn't expect her to do none of these songs. None. And then the more I watched it, I was like, I should have expected her to not do anything that I thought she was going to do. Duh. Okay. There's so much power in her name. Ugh. When you pop up and you say it, the stadium going to do a wave. Okay. Just think of the imagery in there. Write the fucking song, whoever. <laughs> So then she went from where have you been to only girl in the world wants you to make me. I'm sorry. Her dude was everything. I shit on loud because coming after Rated R, it wasn't what I wanted or expected. But there are moments on loud. She ate it. Looking like an Urban Outfitters commercial. And then she goes into we found love. In a hopeless place, okay? Then she goes into Rude Boy. Yeah, the way that the dancer okay again camera angles the way that they fold out of each other hey. when the camera is going straight down that little pathway and you got 3,000 people of color on stage doing the butterfly one time black listen Micronesia and Polynesia were having on that stage <laughs> Harris Goble said bring everybody from Australia and Micronesia here now Shout out to Denzel. Shout out to Dario. Huh. <laughs> I just, wow. Okay, I didn't realize, I'm seeing this now, but I didn't realize that they interpolated Kiss It Better in the Rue Boy. Yeah, it's points where it says, Kiss It, Kiss It Better in the background. That's what I'm saying. Every song she ever did is in this 13 minutes. Isn't it? <laughs> this is, and then, and then of course she did work. Listen, the trans, that piece. So after Rue Boy, and then they do the grab the butt, and then it's only the niggas and they pop up for work. My section. <laughs> oh my God. When they start crawling down the steps and then do that little jump down. I, I know the choreography already. It's fine. Right. <laughs> I'm about to put it on TikTok. It's okay. And then when she did the wild, wild thoughts and support up was everything's like. Like, first of all, pose. It's a go-go song to me. I don't understand why people don't get into Pose, but the fact that they did that, the Pose beat into Pour It Up, and she's still singing songs that have nothing to do with Pose, and they go off in like a Bob Fosse fashion. Paris Goble, I bow with your feet, doll. She's like, a new girl. She is, the way that she, I love when somebody works with the artist consistently, and they just get the artist. Mm-hmm. Paris Goble, what she does with Rihanna is like un- heard of she just understands rihanna's give she understands what rihanna can do and how it can be elaborated upon by Ooh. dancers and it just looks so good if you don't know nothing about that lady she used to head the royal family dance troupe they're uk based i want to say and they used to win all the dance competitions and it'd be some of them same people that won with her in these performances like in the fancy fashion show in the super bowl and they just eat it every time they always had choreography to Rihanna songs. I think that might be how she like started to work with her. But the way that they change everything up every single time and it just fit Rihanna. <sighs> and I think what also makes 
um, Paris so good is that she is amazing when it comes to staging. Oh like, being a choreographer is one thing, and there are a lot mm-hmm. of amazing choreographers. But mm-hmm. to stage a show at that level is different. Her talent. That, that's sure. a whole different skill set. Yeah. Completely different skill set. And so I just love that about Paris that she just understands staging. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then she goes into all of the lights, which which I did not expect her to do. All the lights like a- in the stadium. I started tearing up because, and at that point, they had, she had her hand up, and the the, the camera was like panned in super tight to her, and then mm-hmm. you see the lights behind her, and I was just like, oh. And then, like all of the all of the dancers in white, just coming towards the red stage and the red outfit that Rihanna had on, it was just like, is this symbolism for like the sperm trying to reach the egg? Like, what is this? (laughs) They were running like sheep. It looked so good. I was like, how did they think of this? The thing about Paris is, again, I'm gonna keep praising her name. The niggas could be doing one thing over and over and over again, and it'd be the most simple move. They could all just be blinking their fucking eye. But because it's three billion people doing it at the same time, it's impactful. That is everything. And because every, like, she's really about precision, too. Mm -hmm. So, like, when we've been watching the 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 behind-the-scenes rehearsals and stuff, and it's just only a few of them so you can really see the moves, they are so, they are so precise. It's crazy. Them girls be dancing. Like it gives. Like you ever seen like the videos with the Chinese marcher marchers? They just be oh marching. my god, Korea swarms. Like it gives. <laughs> it be, yeah, <laughs> that shit is scary. Almost like it don't make no sense how perfect. Like there was nobody out of sync. No, except for that one dude who did the little TikTok dance. I kept seeing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't see that, but you got to show okay. So then she wanted okay. to run this town, which I was not expecting. And I was like, oh, no, Jay-Z going to come out. He didn't. I was more so like, oh, no, Kanye is going to come out. He didn't. Like, oh, I just didn't did. know. She don't got that man number on her phone no more. Yeah, I was about to say, everybody fell out with Ye. It's fine. But being the wild card that she is, wow, wow, wow. I just didn't know. And we had been talking about all of the lights and run this town for a long time beforehand because we were like, I mean, can she even do these without bringing them out? Mama didn't bring a soul out. Love that. She said no features. It was giving, um, it was giving, um, Jermaine Cole. <laughs> we didn't get Drake for work and Drake was in Arizona being a groupie. I was just, I just knew he was going to pop up on stage. Hmm. I um, love that. When it's an umbrella. Um, which was yeah, a, really just felt like a sweet moment. Like her doing Umbrella so far removed from when that song came out, and to be doing it at the Super Bowl to me was another emotional moment. Because I'm like, wow! I know she was like, I came a long way from Umbrella. Exactly. Even when she was doing her press conference, she just talk about again. I was a little girl on an island. Come on, Mother Mary. <laughs> the fact she opened her tour with Mother Mary tells me everything about her, and that's why she's my fave. Sorry, sick tour, Starting the first song of your tour being a deep cut icon. Written by the dream. That don't even sound like the dream had any handling in it. It don't. A talent. And then the last song was Diamonds. And everybody that's a Rihanna fan know Diamonds is her favorite song to perform. We love yelling at Diamonds. <laughs> Cause she really like, y'all think I can't sing? Watch. I just 
there are moments of sing where I was just like, she's proving the girls wrong. She's beating the allegations. The hum in um, yeah. work, she could never get that hum. I didn't know that that was like fan lore that she couldn't do that live. I never heard that before. She can never do that live. It always. I did not know that. She, well, she did it twice on the Super Bowl. Everybody. It was funny because there was a, a tweet that went viral that was like she she finally beat the allegation and it was like her sounding crazy. It's like a mashup of all the times she sounded crazy, and then the last one was her doing it right at the Super Bowl. Please send me that after we finish recording because I have not seen that bad. Like, I, I never seen her do it bad. No, she always do that run bad, and I'd be like, "Stop doing it." For a while, I was like, "Don't, don't do it no more, Reed. Or pre-record that part, or make Jade do it. Uh, Miss Nova, if you're nasty, <laughs> she was nowhere to be found in the Super Bowl, but sing. Yeah, I was like, maybe Jade thinks she's too big now to um sing for Rihanna, so that's probably why she wasn't here. But it looked like the mm-hmm. guy they be singing with Rihanna was still there, like the same guy. Yeah, it's him. He don't leave her side. Smart. I wouldn't need yeah. a cons- well, not a consistent gig, but you know she'll always call you. But I also want to talk about the camera room for diamonds. So then when it panned out that last time, and, and you could see how high she was, and you see the little lights, and she's singing "Shine Bright," and I'm like, <laughs> I was screaming. I didn't have a voice the next day. I was just completely undone. I just. It's been a month. We still talk about it. Okay. <laughs> and we talk about all the different angles of the floating stages. The one part when it was a stair step and it was given. I was literally about to say that. Literally is a crystal stair. <laughs> Come on, Langston. Happy <laughs> birthday. So when it. It turns into the stairway from heaven. I was just like, this is crazy. Because imagine, I'm thinking from a dancer perspective, I would be like, okay, y'all, I'll do the floating stage, but I want to be on the lowest one. Nope, because you're going to be up and down all night. At some point, you're going to be at the top, and at some point, you're going to be at the bottom. They say, don't let your highs get to your head, and don't let your lows get to your heart, okay? Listen. <laughs> I would be so terrified. Like I would do it to like face it, but the, the lead up to getting on that floating, mm-mm. They were up so high. Can we get that tire so high? Yeah, sing Tiana. <laughs> Come on, sing. Rihanna ate it. I don't care. Like, the staging was impeccable. I have never seen no shit like that before in my life. Outside of Super Smash Brothers. For real. <laughs> uh, I also wanted to specifically talk about how she changed the run for um, I'm Gonna Do on Wild Thoughts. <laughs> that part sends me. I was like, "Dang, yeah, things that I won't do." And she did not do that. She did something different. It was everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was things that I won't do. Right. <laughs> and she sounded so decent. I was like, "Ah!" I was not mad. It's also a part in we all over the place, but I don't care. It's a part in pour it up after it switches from the pose beat to the actual poured up beat and they put numb in it and nobody be hearing that part oh, but it's yeah, in there yeah, I put it. mm-hmm. it like, it's the oh, it's the part where she says oh but the numb beat is in the background of her doing that all I see is signs bitch <laughs> I also want to shout out sign language children oh baby Gallia Dead University is living <laughs> she first of all is Banji Tangi. Tangi. She was she is the, to the Gail King acting up. 
Justina Blanca. Is it, no, it is just, is it Justina? Justina Miles from Philly, but live in DC. Cause she go to Bowie. Yeah, she go to mm-hmm. Bowie. So not only is she from Philly, she also okay. um, is an HBCU queen. So we love her. And she is ghetto as shit. Cause why? She, <laughs> did you watch the video I sent to the chat? Yes, she, <laughs> she was like, you know, because since they can't like hear the music, I gotta like make them see the music. So it's one part if the if the beat go boom boom boom, then I gotta be like boom boom boom. You feel me? You feel me? Girl, you feel me? I was falling out. She has too much personality. I live for her. She's cracking herself up. Tell me about it, girl. <laughs> I live. Overall, a great show. I'm so proud of Rihanna. I don't have it on good authority that we'll ever get music again because it was given retirement performance. But it was, I'm and I would be mad if she performed. I mean, if she retired, because it's like what? Like that whole show was really a goop and gag of who she is. She's like, first of all, I don't need no features. I ain't been out for seven years. I ain't dropped no album. Y'all don't need nobody but me and my brands. Cause she definitely put Fenty Beauty up in there. All the girls was wearing, and the the dancers was wearing Savage Fenty. That is fine to me. Agreed. I don't have Fenty Beauty makeup on. Fenty skin, like Fenty (laughs) fire. And you know me, I'm a consistent um, Fenty Savage Fenty shopper. Yeah, you got the subscription piece. Do which is such smart business modeling. But the thing is, everybody likes a skim skim. No, it's not because it be bomb pieces every month. And if you got, um, and they be having good sales. I was about to say, you get a discount for being signed up. Mm-hmm. One, two, it's always a sale going on. And she put out so much product, it's always something new to want. And in real life, you're supposed to switch your undergarments out every six months, but the girls are dirty. So they don't do that. And Rihanna makes sure that she gives you enough of a variety to do what you're supposed to do. Hmm. Um, and you can skip too, so it's not like you have to purchase every month. Like you yeah. don't have to. Yeah, I've been I've been on a, a spending freeze, so I haven't bought none. But oh. best believe, she probably have a big sale in May. I'm back in it. Ooh, because I buy a lot. I'll buy a lot at a time too, because the sale is just so crazy. Like you can get candies for like two dollars, and the quality. I've been buying Savage Fenty since the first year. The first year, the the, the quality was awful. Mm. Quality now is the best bras I had I've ever had. Oh wow! You got the best strapless bra I've ever had in my life, and I've been wearing strapless bras since I was 12, 13 years old because I've had boobs that long. <laughs> big, but I've had them. Mm-hmm. It used to be bigger because I used to be bigger, but I used to have like a double D. Um, and it's the best strapless <laughs> bra I've ever had in my life. We've been learning so much about Stephanie on this podcast. <laughs> I used to be a size 16, but it did, it came off looking curvy, not like big, if that makes sense. Well, body positivity, you know. Yeah, my boobs was big, my butt was big, so that's why I was a size 16. Hashtag was. And my face was round and perfect, but when I get my fillers, I'm going to look just like that all oh over again. Oh my God, Stephanie been talking about fillers since Phil. It's no more filler left at the clinic, it's not. Every time I see a picture of Serena Williams, I get scared again. And then I forget. See? And then I say I want fillers again. There's a way to get it tastefully done. I know girls, but... Like I, Lisa Johnson, hers look good. Oh, everything. 
Keep a cute boyfriend. Keep a cute shoe. Always dress. Got to do what she got to do. Tommy that fight all the time. Hers don't bother me neither. I like her fillers. Tommy looks amazing. Mm -hmm. I hate that she's on a fight show. but As a grandmother, it's low. Okay. (laughs) No, she's a grandmom. Her daughter got a baby. I know. I know. It's It's just not a good look as a grandmother. Well... Thank y'all for coming well, to the Rihanna show. Is, um, is that Monica Braithwaite. Shout out to Miss Monica. That is the mother of Rihanna. Happy Mother's Day in advance to you. Scream, man. Rihanna, you are the moment. I'm sorry. Like, there are many yeah. girls in this world. Ooh, but you are the only. <laughs> but Rihanna, in terms of 360 girls, she's the best dressed, best discography. Her concerts are like a party. She's a fun girl. She's not fun wrapped girl. up in the industry. She'd be with her same little friends from childhood. Mm-hmm. Beautiful children. We don't understand the baby father, but beautiful relationship. Don't understand, but also not mad at it anymore. But not and mad. It makes with each other. It makes sense. They both look like models. They both dress down. They complement each other in every way aesthetically. I'm not mad. And that's really her friend. Like I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't feel like there will ever be mess between mm-hmm. them two. And they would do it the right way if it was, and we wouldn't know. And we would never know. Respect. I love that. Happy for the doll. Not mad at all. I have nothing bad to say. I might watch it after we stop. Oh, I already pulled it up to um. <laughs> play like, but she would stop here and record so I can stand again and again and again and again. And again. Uh, all right, well, this was great. Yeah, love, love you, Rihanna. Rihanna. Happy belated birthday. I'm so glad I get to be a Pisces with you. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. And on that, you gotta say, you gotta say in her accent when she when that video with a baby, she's like, Oh, wow. <laughs> she tried to take mommy home. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I live. I live. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye, y'all. <laughs> A show. Oh, wow. Shit, but I can't make you love yourself But the way you 